0: The Daily Rios, episode 386, News from San Diego Comic-Con, Day 2. So Ruben Cintron from Philly, hey Philly, sent me a comment on Twitter that said, For the rest of San Diego Comic-Con and beyond, continue these new episodes. I mean, I can't disappoint him, right? So here we are again, another episode taking a look at various news bits from the con for those that aren't keeping up. And let's start with an update to something I talked about in last episode. Just a few hours after I posted yesterday's episode, there was confirmation on the news bit about a new group of characters for DC's Dark Matter line coming in 2018. The group I talked about included the characters Mr. Terrific, Plastic Man, Metamorpho, and a mystery fourth character that looks exactly like an updated Phantom Girl from the Legion of Superheroes. Turns out, yep, it is Phantom Girl. But the team isn't called the Outsiders, they are called the Terrifics. It'll be by Jeff Lemire, who is back at DC for uh, for this new superhero family, and it's called the Terrifics, and the artist will be Yvonne Hayes. As I said, this is part of the post-Dark Knights metal event, and it's part of the Dark Matter line of new books. Jeff Lemire was upfront when he said he hopes to channel the classic Stan Lee, Jack Kirby Fantastic Four stories throughout the title. And look, if Marvel isn't going to do a Fantastic Four book, then I guess it's up to DC. And really, you could say that DC is doing two Fantastic Four books. They're doing the Terrifics, and they're also doing the New Challengers, also part of the Dark Matter line. You know, since Kirby based the FF off of the original Challengers of the Unknown. I'm assuming that's common knowledge to readers. But if you didn't know that, um, I found a link. I'm going to post it in the show notes to a site by Chris Tallworthy. It's a fantastic foresight chronicling the first 28 years of the team from 1961 through 1989. And he calls it the Great American Novel. And uh, you can read the about page to understand why he... Calls it that. He also has a page that details how Jack Kirby took his Challengers concepts from the late '50s and continued them into his Fantastic Four stories, and it's a it's a fascinating look. The origins are similar. The first storyline, some of the Rogues Gallery, some of the uh, inner character um, drama. Uh, yeah, so take a look at that link. I think you'll I think you'll really enjoy it. Now, throwing Phantom Girl into the mix of the terrifics other than her being the Sue Storm of the group. It certainly speaks to DC's slow drip-drop of Legion characters into their present line of books. We have Saturn Girl in DC Rebirth and Batman, a version of the Emerald Empress in Supergirl, and it's not the first time a Phantom Girl found her way to the present. As I mentioned last episode, the character was part of the Legion series, which was uh, led by Vril Docs. This was post-invasion. We're talking late 80s DC. Um, But she was called FaZe at the time because she didn't have any memory of who she was. And while it was supposed to be the original Phantom Girl, it eventually was retconned that she was a cousin or an imposter or a third body or who knows. They really butchered that one. So maybe this is the start of laying the groundwork for the Legion's return. Jeff Lemire is also writing Hawkman Found, which is a one shot with artists Brian Hitch and Kevin Nolan. It's meant to be a bookend sequel to one of the metal tie in books called Batman Lost, which comes out in November. And then there was a strong implication that Hawkman and Hawkwoman could return to a series after that, possibly with uh, Lemire writing. And then other Dark Matter books not previously announced included Brimstone which is a horror book from Justin Jordan and Philip Tan, and Batman The Signal, a new series featuring Duke Thomas as Gotham's Hero by Day, and that'll be written by Tony Patrick. Okay, does anyone read the Sonic the Hedgehog books? They've been around since the early 90s. They were put out by Archie. I imagine if you are a fan of those books, if you're in the loop, no pun intended, that you know all about this news, Back on July 19th, Sega of America posted on Twitter that after 24 years of Sonic comics with Archie, they were going to end their partnership and opt for a different direction. This wasn't a total shock. There were some behind-the-scene rumblings uh, for a good few months, and I believe Archie canceled the title around issue 293, which is, you know, obviously just short of issue 300. Well, sure enough, just two days later... SEGA has partnered with IDW to get a series up and running for 2018. Now, there was an interesting quote in the press release from Chris Ryle, who is IDW's chief creative officer, and he states, We've been speaking with beloved Sonic fan-favorite creators and new creators alike. Now, I know Sonic readers and creators felt like they were just dropped, that the storylines were just dropped, and um, that there was no way to wrap up whatever it is they were doing. Uh, They just didn't have the time to finish out their stories for Archie. But, hey, you know, IDW has a track record with these things. Maybe they'll try to finish up that 300-issue run before starting a new series. Uh, Maybe both could exist side-by-side, like they did with uh, G.I. Joe and maybe Transformers. So um, I'm not a Sonic reader. I just thought the buzz around the news was interesting and wanted to pass it along for anyone else. Over at Marvel... Mark Wade and Chris Somney will be on Captain America for their Marvel Legacy line, apparently featuring the cap that readers have been clamoring for. The two worked previously on Daredevil and Black Widow. Mark Wade has written Cap before, so it's a bit of a throwback. Um, I guess if you're looking to appease all those readers who were quite vocal during Nick Spencer's run and during Secret Empire, If you're looking to give them, if you're looking to throw them a bone about stories about a good old-fashioned Boy Scout, you know, who better than Mark Waid, right? Um, He's going to put Steve Rogers on a walkabout where he's going to uh, poke around and talk to the common folk and find out what they're thinking about Captain America post-Secret Empire. So he's basically doing Superman Grounded by J. Michael Straczynski. Good luck with that. Because it's getting a 10-episode Netflix season, the third installment of Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba's Umbrella Academy is returning in 2018 at Dark Horse. It's called Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion. It originally had a 2009 release date, uh, and now because of, I assume, because of all the buzz around the Netflix show, um, they want to get the comic out to readers, which... I'm thankful for. I, I I dug the first miniseries. Um, I, I think it's an interesting concept. Maybe it's not anything new nowadays, but at the time it felt kind of fresh. And it was what what I find really great about it. And I did an interview with Gerard Way at the time, was to learn that he was, uh, you know, <laughs> other than being a, a music superstar, um, he was a comic book guy first and foremost, and that's what he went to school for. And And it wasn't like one of those things where somebody comes in from outside comics and they have a lot of attention on them because of um, their fame, and then when they go to deliver, you know, the book stinks. No, this was actually interesting. So, you know, look, look what he's doing with Young Animal Line at DC and now another Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up. Speaking sort of of uh, DC vertigo, um, we're getting... (laughs) A really interesting mix of, I don't know, call it Vertigo East and Vertigo West or Vertigo Red and Vertigo Blue. Um, what I mean by that is both Karen Berger and Shelley Bond have announcements featuring their new line of creator-owned books but at different publishers. So in early 2017, Dark Horse announced Berger Books, a new line of creator-owned comic books and graphic novels from Karen Berger who was a comic book editor for DC and founder of DC Comics' Vertigo imprint. Um, now we have news of the line's premier titles. So four of them are, are, uh, have been announced. We have Hungry Ghosts by Anthony Bourdain and Joel Rose. It's a four-issue anthology seri- series inspired by the Japanese Edo period game Hayaku Monogatari Kayadenkai or 100 Candles, good luck with that pronunciation, Um, with art by Vanessa Del Rey, Leo Manco, Alberto Ponticelli, Paul Pope, and Mateus Santulaco for January, for a January release. Then we have Incognito Renaissance by Matt Johnson and Warren Please, a new prequel series that follows cub reporter Zane Pinchback through the glittering nightlife of the Harlem Renaissance as he goes undercover, passing as white for the first time and that'll be out in February. There will also be a 10th anniversary edition of the original Incognito story called A Graphic Mystery. Then there's Matahari by Emma Beebe and Ariella Cristantina, a 5-issue series based on the controversial and historical figure Matahari who was a notorious uh, who was notorious as the original stripper spy. She was an exotic dancer, a convicted double agent and femme fatale. And then finally, The Seeds by Anne Nocenti and David Aja, a four-issue series where, in an imminent America where fact-based reporting is gasping its last breath, an idealistic journalist stumbles into the story of a lifetime only to realize that she can't report it. Instead, she has to pitch the biggest myth of her career, an eco-fiction tech thriller where flora and fauna have begun to mutate. The Seeds is also a story of love, beyond race and gender, and of the resilience of both human and animal kind. And then Shelley Bond is with IDW, and her new line is called Black Crown Comics. This was announced in March. The line kicks off in October with Kid Lobotomy by Peter Milligan and Tess Fowler. Other titles recently announced include Punk's Not Dead, from Dave Barnett and Martin Simmons, also a six-issue miniseries from Teenie Howard and Gilbert Hernandez, Assassinistas, which follows Octavia, an ex-hit woman, who comes out of retirement to pay for her son's college tuition. In addition to the solo titles, Black Crown will also be publishing a new 48-page anthology of all things comics, culture, and cool called Black Crown Quarterly. It'll move beyond comics. The compendium will feature posters, music connections, maps, photos, and so much more. And finally, some non-comic book news, sorta. Uh, Young Justice Outsiders season three is set to air in 2018 on DC's new streaming service. And at San Diego Comic Con, the showrunners revealed that there, that there are 12 final scripts and another 10 or so that are in the works. All or part of 10 episodes are already voice recorded, and there should be 26 episodes in Season 3, although the last four aren't started yet. And then they showed an image of the character lineup, which includes, and there might be some spoilers in this, no pun intended again, um, Static, Kid Flash, Robin, Wonder Girl, Spoiler, Blue Beetle, Arrowette, arsenal beast boy and a new character called 13 that uh, um, we assume is tracy 13 um, the creators openly stated that now that they are off of the cartoon network there are less strict guidelines to follow so they're able to tell the stories that they uh, are meaning to tell so looking forward to seeing more young justice i just got to catch up with the old stuff And one other thing, the Eisners were announced yesterday as well, and I'll just include a link if that's something that you're interested in. All right, there it is, day two, some of the news that I thought um, you might appreciate. This has been The Daily Rios, episode 386. Most likely, I will do an episode about um, the remaining days of San Diego, um, because I'm sure there's going to be a ton of Hollywood stuff and TV stuff, but there might be some comic stuff in there. So, I'll save that for Monday. All right, have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. You know where I'm at, peter at thedailyrios.com or go visit the website, thedailyrios.com. Talk to you soon.